Florida mental health consumer. I have been living here in Pembroke Pines, Florida for the past two years with my beloved wife, Brenda, and it's a miracle. I have not had a drink uh, in six years. It'll be six years in March 3rd of this new year coming up, and I am free from alcohol abuse and alcoholism and the spirituality not to drink anymore, I have. I don't have the compulsion to do it anymore. I am free from the reality of poisoning myself with alcohol. There go I. I am a mentalist, and when you're a mentalist and you're drinking alcoholism, your spirit and your thoughts and your voices become disordered, and you misplace the ideas that God has for you and those thoughts and voices that he has planned for you in your head until you are dead. I am a consumer of mental health. I've been that way since my birth. My first experience of mental health was when I was seven years old and I was running around and I fell out of a hayloft and I, I laid on the neighbor's couch and they called an ambulance and they thought I was dead. And they all came to see how I was doing afterwards. And I woke up and didn't remember a thing other than falling. And uh, that's how I've been throughout my whole life. I would always fall down and sometimes not remember. But when I do remember, I give it over to a care of a higher power to my Father in Heaven as I understand Him. I am basically... Physically unfit to do anything at this time because of my kidney failure. I wish I could work. I miss being productive. My best job was at Burger King where I was a nighttime porter at Burger King and I did my best in perfection. I would clean the broiler, the steamer, the fryers, drain the fryers, clean them, 
re-clean, refill them with fresh oil, and clean the foil to, until I need to change it. Clean the steamers, the, the, the floors, sweeping them up the floors in the kitchen, do the dining room and the bathrooms and all that good stuff as the restaurant janitor is supposed to do. And sometimes I would do good, but when I was drinking, I would cut corners and get written up for it. I only got written up four times in my lifetime at, at Burger King. And then one day they told me a porter service could do better than I. And as soon as I left, I heard a year later that they got written up uh, 26 times within three months. So people were always cutting corners. And uh, I went on with my life. I worked for McDonald's for eight years, Burger King 14, uh, Lurie's department store three years, janitorial stuff and at Lurie's where I helped a lady clean silver, uh, and I took care of the warehouse. I lost that job because I mopped the warehouse floor with bleach and pneumonia at the same time, thinking I would have a nice clean floor, and instead it caused a toxin to go in through the whole store and I had to come and foam it out. Well, that ended my job there. So I moved on. <clears throat> and uh, when you're a consumer of mental health, you make big mistakes, and I made a lot of big mistakes. And I'm trying to correct them now before I enter over into the other lifestyle, the afterlife. Hopefully I got a few more years yet. If not, it's in God's hands. I just want to provide for my wife. <clears throat> and I did seven more pieces of art because I get these visions in my head on how to draw them. And I try to draw them the best I can due to the abstract ability that I have that was given to me by my Father in Heaven to draw. And he gave me beautiful ways of writing. And... Um, I used to not believe in God. I was so angry at him for cursing me with mental illness. I cursed him with every tongue known to man, every name known to man. I cursed my Father in heaven. Yep, and yet he still loves this filthy rag. I am a filthy rag by, by the disgrace of being an unfit human being in society. And... Uh, when I was in the state hospital being sexually abused and traumatized, it was a painful moment for me because I was petrified and mortified of the reality of bisexuality being leaked out about me. And today I don't care. I am what I am and who I am what I am, said I. And in my fragments of my fractured personality, I walked that line every day with my reality of humanity and my mental health. There go I. I am the flower and the designed flaw of mental illness in my humanity. I broke that eggshell a long time ago, and when the oak slipped through the cracked eggshell, I know I was lost in my spirituality for a long time. All I want to do is correct the wrongs that I've made have forgiveness in my life if I can and to move on. I would like to find a universal publisher and uh, help me sign a, a biography about my life on mental health. I believe my mental illness could save uh, families from being uh, overwhelmed by the guilt of mental health because I know my family was guilty 
of not helping me. They felt guilty and they did everything they could to help me. And uh, my mother had a vindictive personality since the beginning of my tragedy and mental illness. Over the years, it became a vindictive personality for me and her, mother and son. And uh, everything I do now is questionable. So, which is okay with me. I don't care. But when I was drinking, I cared. When you mouthed off to me about my humanity or, or claimed that I was not mentally ill, I'd, I'd yell at you and curse at you. And I and I never done that to people before. But I am who I am. I'm mentally ill. I have a cross that I carry daily. It's uh, not easy wearing the cross of mental illness because people second judge you on everything. And that's okay with me because I'm used to that. And people have used my mental illness against me in the, in, the, in the way that I live. And I'm okay with it now, but not anymore. I've, I've been through hell. A lot of stuff was stolen from me. And you know the story. And I'll eventually get it back, eventually, I hope. And uh, I'm in the process of, of trying to find out who I am as a human being with frailties. I'm not a perfect human being. I'm not a perfect Christian either. If anybody tells you you are a perfect Christian and you are a perfect human being, they need to look inside the mirror and say, look, I am not a perfect being in mental health or my humanity or my spirituality. I am Ron Ziegler, a filthy rag that needs to be dipped in bleach. So my father in heaven is doing just that with the dialysis chair that I sit in for five hours a day. I will be in that chair today for five hours. And you know what I think about in that chair for five hours? I can't move, so the good Lord shows me everything I've done wrong in life. That's right. When you're closer to death, God shows you the reality of all the things you have done wrong in your life. And he shows you the good things in your life. I have a long list of bad things, but a short list of good things. And, and the smallest mustard seed of faith that I ever had in my life is my own faith. In my mental health, I'm just wanting to live a normal life outside of my realm of mental illness. All I want to do is listen to good music, country, or whatever, and just have a good old time listening to music and watching movies and doing what's expected of me to take care of my wife, Brenda, that pretty blue-eyed angel in there who's snoring away. Being so comfortable next to me is a blessing. I don't deserve that. And uh, I'm worried about my country. It's, it's, it's dying because of hatred. The hatred is so strong, the fear is casting out vain imaginations about the mask that you need to wear when you're in public. The masks do absolutely nothing, unless you want to go trick-or-treating with them. I just want my country well. 
I want my society well and have no spells and stay out of hell and be well. That's it. Because when you're not well, like I am, you choose to learn the reality of you're not always going to get what you want in life. And I have mastered that to a degree in my mental health. Sometimes I can't sleep at night. I get up at about 2 in the morning because I have such viral cramps from hell. And I just have to stay up until they reside and I go back to sleep. It takes me a half hour to go back to sleep. <sighs> if only my people would let me go into the wilderness of my own flesh through the body of my human spirit. Angels weep not for Ron Ziegler in the condition of his failing health. I've learned that today. But I also learned he will take care of my beautiful wife. She will not be in an ALF. God will provide vision, vision for me and my wife. And I will provision and I will be okay with it. It is what it is. This is a big week for me. I have a birthday. Coming up on Monday in 22 years with Brenda. Oh, wow. And Thursday's a big decision day. I can't discuss it, but you can all pray for me on the 26th of August that my decision day will be a peaceful one in my favor and I can go on in peace after the decision is made regarding my soul. So please pray for my soul to have favoritism with the situation that I'm in. And grant me a waiver of freedom from all delusional people out there about me. Thank you. I approve of this message for today. Today's topic is, why not me? Angels weep not for me. And that's what I'm going to write on my post, if I can remember it. But thank you anyway for tuning in. I have a bunch of wonderful people listening to me. And that's a blessing. So thank you very much. Hi. I'm very blessed. Thank you very much. And I'm honored to know you all as my friends. So back to Hank Williams Sr. And you all have a good day today. If somebody hurts you, turn the other cheek and ask God to deliver them of their meanness. Bye.